dear listeners, welcome to episode 605, the fifth and final episode of the super special season six of Something New, a musical theater podcast. Well, kids, we made it. Here we are. This is it. After today, you will have met the entire cast of the world premiere concert of Monkey Trouble Unleashed! Isn't that nice? Amy Jo Jackson, Ernie Prunetta, Lee Ellen Caudill, Andrew Christie, Charles Sanchez. Aside from feeling relentlessly pressured into coming to the show, I hope these conversations provide some unique insight for you into what it means to try something new. Whether that's entering a new industry, or learning a new language, or reviving an old career and making it new again. These five artists have done it, and so can you. I believe in you. I'm incredibly grateful to my faithful listeners who tuned back in after two years away, and those of you who are here for the very first time, welcome! Every single episode of Something New Ever is available on iTunes, Spotify, joelbnew.com, wherever you get your podcasts. Producing these five episodes reminded me there are countless stories out there of people coming into their own, saying yes, trying something new, and reclaiming their narrative. It's really inspiring, and we are so insanely lucky to be alive and challenging the status quo within ourselves. I was also reminded that making a podcast is really time, energy, and money-consuming, but we're not going to end on that note. Instead, I'd like to extend my personal gratitude to the latest Fractured Atlas campaign donors. They are Oda, Joanne, and, so help me, Alexa. I say so help me because I have, we have the Alexa robot all over the apartment, and so she's, she's here with us. Alexa, how are you? I just worked out the ending to my latest story. That always feels nice. Yes, it does. Wow. That was actually very apropos of her to say on this episode. Thank you. Alexa, thank you. Anytime. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Oh my gosh, we will have a great weekend. To be clear, the robot is not the the Fractured Atlas donor. She's actually a person and a very kind and generous person at that. Because of the three of you, I can pay more actors and hire a bass player without dipping deeper into my virtually non-existent savings. So thank you. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible donation, it's not too late. Head on over to joelbnew.com monkey and click on the Fractured Atlas link. Okay, here's my final plea. Please... Get your tickets and come to the duplex on Sunday, October 6th at 6.30pm for the world premiere concert of Monkey Trouble Unleashed. It's a very silly show, but I, I do not say that flippantly. It's fun, it's heartwarming, it's random, it's a lot of love. It's opening off Broadway in 2021 because I'm willing it so. But right now, this is the one and only guaranteed chance to see it. If you've never been to the duplex before, or seen a musical that was a blank page nine months ago, maybe make this your something new. 
I think we can all agree whether we watch CNN or Fox News, we need more laughter. Like, right now. Laughter is a universal uniter, and there's nothing quite like being in a room full of people laughing together as a community. Am I saying that Monkey Trouble Unleashed is going to solve all your problems? Yes, yes I am, you're welcome. Without further ado, here is episode 605 with my dear friend, Charles Sanchez. This is Joel B. New, and you're listening to Something New, a musical theater podcast. Wow, that was so NPR of you. Thank you, thank you. My chance to talk with the savviest professionals in the industry, hear their stories, premiere brand new original songs, and get to the heart of what makes them the working multifaceted artists they have come to be. And today, ladies and gentlemen, my fifth and final guest of this bonus season of Something New is my dear friend, Charles Sanchez. Hi, Charles. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. How y'all doing? I'm, I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm doing great. How could I not be? We're on Playbill. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my We're God. official I'm, now. I'm getting so famous. Not that I needed that validation, but I did. <laughs> you are my last episode, so make it good. <laughs> wow, no pressure. Yeah. Man. So, Jeez. Charles Charles and I, we were just discussing how long have we known each other? Well, we weren't sure if it was 11 or 12 years. It's something like that. That's crazy. And you don't have to beep it. You don't have to. I don't have no, that no. pride that, you know, other lesser secure artists in the company, <laughs> Ernie. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you said his name. That's very brave of you. <laughs> He's going to hit me in the head. Probably. First of all, thank you for doing my show. I'm oh, really I'm excited to have thrilled. you in it. Seriously. Thank thrilled. you for saying yes. You're from Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And did you go to school for theater, or what was I your went, path? I went to American Musical and Dramatic Academy here in New York City. Amda. Amda, yeah. Terrific. I am an Amda grad. Fun fact, one class ahead of me was, um, um, oh gosh, now I can't think of her name. RuPaul's sidekick, her name Michelle is Visage. Michelle Visage. No kidding. Yes, we used to hang out in the smoking lounge together. And her name, that back when she was Michelle, Shoepack. No. Indeed. No. How big were her boobs back then? I would, I'm not the right person to ask. <laughs> True. True. Touche. Touche. So when you were just starting out, like fresh out of AMDA, mm-hmm. you know, with nothing but a dance belt and a dream, uh, what would you say like your type or brand was then versus now? Uh, well, I don't know because I don't think anybody really knew what to do with me or certainly in acting school, they didn't know what to do with me. Um, because I, I was like, I'm, I'm ethnic, but I'm not a gang member. I'm, I'm funny, but I'm not, like, I'm not old enough. To, I wasn't at the time old enough to be, like, the character parts that they said I was right for and things like that. Um, although I did play some gang members, and I did play, like, young, sensitive juvenile. Um, like, are we talking, like, West Side, or are we talking... No, I, I, we're like talking, guys like... guys and dolls. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually talking more, like... I did a lot of children's theater. I did a lot of things like did a couple of age education shows for kids and like don't drink and drive kids and things like that. That was a lot of my work. Um, but I my I got my equity card uh, in a play at the stand up at the uh, called Stand Up Tragedy at the Cincinnati Playhouse, and that was kind of playing a thug. Uh, we had to rap in the show, and it was very 
Don't Ross Sanchez pick your, rapping. Pick your jaw up off the floor. I was really good. <laughs> I bet you were. I bet you were. You're full of surprises. I'm full of surprises. Um, so from thug to thespian. <laughs> so um, what have you been up to lately? Because you've been making your own work and making your own yeah. opportunities. And I know you, you write. You have your, your, your web series, which... Um, I worked on in its earliest incarnation. Yeah, that was really cool. Well, so uh, a million years ago, and that was like seven years ago, uh, when we were doing what was called then Manhattan Man Travels. Mm-hmm. And that was just me and my producing partner, Tyne Furman. Hi, Tyne. And um, uh, just going around with the flip cam and making these crazy videos, and Joel wrote some songs for them. I and, did. Including a really great theme song. Really great. You should play a piece of it right here. Insert piece of the theme song right here. Everything so fabulous I could keep. Yes, everything is fabulous, especially me. And then, um, uh, and then we decided that we wanted to produce it sort of on a grown-up level and um, uh, we had a very amicable separation from Joel. It was emotional, but it was amicable. <laughs> And um, so now the show is called Merce, and we uh, that first season came out four years ago, and um, and we've won some awards and we did some things. It's it's about an HIV positive man living in New York City who is not sad, sick, or dying. It's a musical comedy. It's crazy. It's body. It's um, silly, and I'm really proud of it. And season two is coming out in I don't know a couple of months. I love the show, even even though I'm not part of it. I think it's really good. Um, I think because it is a character that we haven't seen before in this way, and um, and he's he's living his truth and he's living his best life, and I think that is more of what we need to see in the mainstream. Oh, thank you for sure. Thank you. I, that was what I I really wanted to show someone who was first of all I wanted to show a middle aged homosexual man, because we don't see a lot of that either in, in mainstream media, um, who is dating, who is having sex, who is, has a crazy family, and who has a full life outside of like New York stereotypes right. and twinks and you know all that. He doesn't really fit into one of those categories, twink, bear, I don't otter. Know, otter. I don't even really know what that is, but um, it sounds fun. But, and wet, right? Otters are kind of wet, I think. Yes, yes. Depends on where you got your otter. Imagine yeah. which zoo or... But, um, yes. so, so that was one of the things I was really... Yeah. That Tyne and I both wanted to show was someone our age um, as a lead, as a leading character, and then putting HIV at the forefront because HIV isn't shown as a storyline that very much either. It's not a scary thing. It's not like it... No, it's not I feel the like you're, thing you're in moving, life. You're moving a, lot of, removing a lot of stigma from it. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I, I, I like to think that it's stigma shattering. I like that. I like that. <laughs> and you've been on the cover of some magazines. I have. And stuff. I'm so famous, you guys. You are famous. In the, um, yeah. yeah, well, um, I just full disclosure, I'm a person living with HIV, so there's that. But uh, through Merce, uh, I was on the cover of Pause magazine. I was on the cover of Positively Aware magazine. And then also through Merce, is my, my major writing job is for thebody.com, which is a, a comprehensive HIV website. Um, so I'm really proud that, that that's my gig. Yeah. When you, were, when you were just a little thug on mm-hmm. stage, if you had told that person what you're doing now, would he have believed you? 
I don't think so. I think I was thinking about some a friend of mine yesterday who I've known since high school. We were talking about my career and she said, I never have asked you why you quit acting because I quit acting. Um, and it was because I just got to a point where I realized I wasn't going to get work. Like it didn't matter how hard I worked or how talented I was or I, ju- I just wasn't the guy who got hired. And it sent me into a creative spiral where I just, I quit. I quit everything for a while. And it took me a long time to kind of redevelop my creativity. And, and therefore, I had to learn all these other skills and learn what other talents I had because I had other things that I had to figure out what to do. So I learned I could, oh, I can direct. Oh, look, I can musical direct. Oh, look, I can write. Oh, look, I can do all these other things besides just be an actor. And so now it's sort of coming around. Isn't that funny how that goes? It's unbelievable that's why i'm like i'm i'm so excited to do this show i'm so excited to do this show because i get to be in something that i don't have to produce write and act and direct myself you must feel, you must feel so calm <laughs> I mean, i'm like what is that like someone someone else is doing a fractured atlas campaign and i'm not like, oh, it's so great in those times when theater gigs or writing gigs or directing gigs are slimmer like what skills, interests, or practices have you developed to feed either your belly or your soul? Mm. I watch a lot of television. Um, <laughs> and that's true. It's not the, that's the first that's answer. Not... That's not the first time I've gotten that answer. <laughs> and that's not really like feeding anything, um, but it's, it's, it's truthful. Uh, but I do, I rely on my friends a lot. I rely on my friends and family a lot, like especially uh, to keep me laughing. Laughter is, is incredibly important. It is. And um, so I, I, I think I, that's, what I, that's, my, that's what I do. That's my go-to. And I also overeat. It's a, it's a great pastime. I overeat really. much too much <laughs> TV and overeating. There you go, kids. Right. Yes, healthy. There you go. Healthy. Instead of asking you what's next, other than Monkey Trouble Unleashed, which we'll talk about in a second, what are you thankful for? I do a gratitude list, not to be too Oprah. But I, I do do a daily gratitude list. And some days it's, it's the air. Like I can't think of things. And so I like boil it down to basics and say mm-hmm. like I'm grateful. I have a roof over my head and food in my fridge and a bed and a warm place to sleep. And, um, and then some days I'm grateful that I have a sense of humor. I have amazing friends. I have uh, uh, family, both logical and, and biological, and uh, that I'm really grateful to have. So I... I'm just grateful for a lot of things and grateful that I'm able to continue growing as an artist and as a human. What advice, Charles Sanchez, would you give those listening who are thinking about doing something new? Do it. Do it. Just do it. Like, uh, don't hesitate. Don't, and don't ask for other people's advice. I think Ooh, sometimes tell me about that. You, you ask for people's advice as a way to get yourself to say no or to, to agree with whatever you're already thinking. Do what you're already thinking. Trust yourself. Um, the way the times I've gotten into the most trouble in my life have been when I've followed someone else's advice instead of trusting my own gut. Where can people see what you're up to? Oh, well, um, you can find season one of Merce, M-E-R-C-E, at MerceTheSeries.com. Um, you can also follow me on the social medias. Yeah. Um, not only... Uh, Fabulous Sanchez on Twitter, Charles Sanchez on the other ones, are also Merce the Series. And you can find all my writing, uh, most of my writing on thebody.com. I write for them monthly, so I, I provide content for them. So you can read all about some aid stuff over there. Terrific. 
So Charles Sanchez is playing the character of Mrs. Subplotnik, um, who is in neither of the movies that this musical <laughs> is, is uh, loosely based. Um, but I knew that I needed a subplot. And the way I was writing it, I was, I was like, who, who could this be? And the idea of the, the landlady came. And then having um, a cis man play her and then the name happened Subplotnik, and I was like, well, there we go. Like, we <laughs> kind of have the character uh, in a nutshell right there. And I, um, I reached out to you when we were doing the table read of the first act, mm-hmm. and I didn't really have any actors in mind when I first started, but then when you said yes, and I was still writing, especially in act two, especially this song, I had Charles in mind, uh, oh, which, wow. which helped a lot. Um, because the song you're about to hear is nothing like the song I thought I was going to write for this moment. <laughs> Originally, it was going to be like this, you know, I think they're both 11 o'clock numbers, but it was going to be m- more based or rooted in ballad, but like a funny ballad. Like like if, if Hold On from Secret Garden was hilarious, that's... <laughs> That's what I was prepared to write. You still need write. to write that. I do. Still... <laughs> I do. Like, I had that in the back of my pocket. And, I, you know, in my outline, I was like, and you know, she sings a song like this. And I was prepared to do that. And then I got to the scene and I was writing it. And when I wrote that, that setup line, like, don't just stand there, help me move this body. I was like, well, that's the song. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> how can you, how, how could I go into hold on from there so so i wrote it and i uh based it on a lot of pop music and then i started leaning more and more heavily into disco <laughs> and um and yes, the song was it's born. kind of turned the beat around kind of kind of there's some raining men in there there's some raining <laughs> men in there yeah there's there's, some there's a lot of those down things. a summer grounds oh yeah i listened to i also listened to ethel merman's disco album <laughs> that was writing this yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to say anything about your character since you've been living with her for a while? No, I just—it's so much. Well, <laughs> no, it's—it's it's so much fun. It's so ridiculous, and um, I—I'm—I'm I'm proud of her. I think she's oversexed and undersexed at the same time, which is one. Of, it's she's just delicious. Everything she does is just double entendre. At least double. At least single, at least one entendre. <laughs> at least. <laughs> She's got multiple, but sometimes only one, but because yeah. so much going on. She has a lot of notes, but she also has one note. Yes. <laughs> that's, yes. That's, she's oversexed and undersexed. Yes. She yes. contains multitudes, and she's And alone. she doesn't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come hear the rest of this zany, crazy show, Monkey Trouble Unleashed, at uh, the Duplex on Sunday, October 6th at 6.30 p.m., uh, it's sure to be a fantastic time. Zany! It's zany! <laughs> so zany! Um, let's see That's what else I want to say. Tickets are $15, two drink minimum. Um, and last but not least, Charles Sanchez, thank you for being my guest oh, I'm today. I'm grateful to be here. And for being on my show. I'm grateful for your friendship. I'm grateful for your friendship. No, no, you let's... mean that cheap. That's just real. Yeah, no, I know. Okay. Yeah. Let's make more things. Yeah. From Shetler Studios in New York City, this is Joel B. New. And Charles Sanchez. Saying thank you for dropping by for something new. Zany! Nice button.
I almost cried when I first tried to move this rigid body alone. Got in my head when my friend said to leave a message after the tone. I will make this short and sweet. I could use somebody heat. Take the hands, I'll take the feet. Tell the DJ drop the beat. Won't you help me move this body? Won't you help me move this body? We'll be feeling really nice when we're feeling really naughty. Help me move this body. Help me move this body. And then after we're all done, we can go get some gelati. Thought I was through, along came you You look like you got something to prove You understand, I need a hand Can't seem to get this body to move Honey, don't put up a fight Just let go but hold on tight Is it wrong? This feels so right I could do this every night Won't you help me move this body? Won't you help me move this body? We'll be feeling really nice when we're feeling really naughty Help me move this body Help me move this body And then after we're all done We can go get some gelati Won't you help me move this body? Help me move this body We'll be feeling really nice When we're feeling really naughty Help! 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 Help me move this body After we're all done We can go get some gelati Won't you help me move this body? Zany! Nice button. <laughs>